It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Isaac, Eric, Steve, Sean, and Caleb. Listen in as they discuss the 2008 film Star Wars The Clone Wars. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, those in between and unaffiliated, back to the Novice Leaders Speakeasy, where we have blue milk on the menu once again, and death sticks for all those of age. You gotta show two pieces of ID, gotta make sure, we just, it's, it's the law, we have to do this, and you know what that means, everybody, it's Star Wars Discussions time. We're back with the Caleb, my co-host, with Sean, with Eric, and with Steve. Gentlemen, thank you for assembling once again for this film. <laughs> We're going to do our best to give you a professionally, uh, as professional as we can, discussion about uh, one, Star Wars, the, that's important, the Clone Wars. Where's my brandy stip there? Are we getting, are we getting paid for this? Because uh, this was abusive. Yes, I agree. It was abusive. Oh. Who, who can we blame? Who, who, who is responsible for this? Isaac, we can blame Isaac. See, I can't remember if it was Isaac or Eric who was pushing to do this, but... Uh, well, somebody said we gotta do it in chronological order, right? So, that include everything uh, theatrical. This is a theatrically released movie. I was on, in the theatrical crew, not the chronological crew. Uh, I was on the just go back to the original trilogy and fuck everything else crew. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no fun. So this is, this is Isaac's fault, huh? Yeah, it's always my fault. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, I, it, that's, that's what I was thinking. And I was like, Thanks, Steve. let's just watch nine movies, team. It says now ten, unless we include the other two. Oh, no, we got to do Solo and Rogue One. Are you kidding me? Rouge One and the Solo. Okay, fair enough. Oh, dear. You can't, you can't skip one of the all-time best Star Wars movies. That wouldn't make no sense. I've never seen Rogue One. Wait, Rogue One? The only good one post the original trilogy, <laughs> Solo. Say that again, Steve. Oh, I'm just trying to figure out what Eric, which one he was thinking was the best, was Solo or Rogue One. He's being that ambiguous and vague to, uh, on purpose. No, if, if it's Eric, it's I probably see. Rogue One, but but it's definitely Solo. <laughs> Eric's just uh, he's yeah he's drunk. just here for Godzilla, the guy who directed. Anyway, okay, we're off topic. Let's save let's save all that for afterwards. For now, off topic. Yeah, off topic. Uh, good podcast, everybody. That's this movie. Let us let's begin with this movie. We will begin. With a uh, how you felt about a brief summary of uh, how you felt about this movie, so we will go in the order of Sean, uh, Steve, Eric, Caleb, and myself. So let me ask you, Sean, how did you feel about Star Wars: The Clone Wars, released in two thousand eight? Didn't watch it. Yeah, shut up, Steve! <laughs> Stop it. Okay, for 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 the readers, uh, 
uh, I had to go to the emergency room and I was unable to finish watching this movie. Um, but I am watching it on mute as we record this. Um, but I will just say that the portions of the picture that I did see, I was not pleased with. Um, I don't want to be mean, but this looks like shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> this movie looks terrible. I don't yeah. know what you call this type of animation. Super marionation. Yeah. Crap. It reminds me of the uh, Doctor Who. Well, I can't remember the name of it. I've got it on DVD. That the uh, like Dream World. Oh and... no! Return yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I just do not care for it. Maybe I just prefer my cartoons to be cartoons, and you know Pixar to be Pixar. But so wait, 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 what are your feeling? What are your feelings on Toy Story films? You like Pixar? I mean, you enjoy those. Oh, who doesn't like Pixar? What kind of a freaking communist does? But you like that. But you like that. You like that. But you didn't like this. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Pix- the Toy Story is funny. It has like a plot, mm-hmm. uh, and it was popular enough that they came back with three sequels, one of which was nominated for Best Picture. Um, but uh, yeah, who doesn't like Toy Story? What kind of Satanist wouldn't like Toy Story uh, or Up? Oh. You know, if if you watch the first twenty minutes of Up and you don't cry, there's something wrong with you. I'm calling the doctor or something. But uh, yeah, um, and I- I'm watching this right now. And did I? I I just saw a baby Jabba the Hut. There's a baby Jabba the Hut in this. Stinky. Stinky the Hut. Rota. <laughs> when you say Stinky the Hut, does that mean that there are fart jokes in this as well? Yep. Oh, God. And they just call him Stinky. <laughs> Except for Jabba. He calls him by his actual name. He smells bad. Well, if they've got a baby Jabba, that means that Jabba is having sex with somebody. And that uh, makes me have all kinds of other questions. Picture that in your mind, audience. Well. <laughs> See, I thought I thought I thought the Huts were asexual. Yes, they would, asexual um, reproduction. Unfortunately, no, they're very sexual. No, no. I figured they they do it like fish, like you just like fish bludge like in a in a tumbler, and then like <laughs> oh, the female no. just like takes it and just like kind of swims in it. Uh huh. And so you know you don't actually have like regular human human coitus. Except they don't swim. They like you know. Slither around. No, they they reproduce asexually. Slither. Yes, or at least that's what the old canon was. I'm not right. Eric, what you just dis- yeah, what you just described is just my house. Uh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> there, let's let's move past. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I don't even think he does that in this film. By the way, <laughs> I mean. There, there is something else in this movie that I can't stand, and that is the stupid idea that somebody would actually give Anakin a uh, yeah. protege. Like he's, mm. you know, he's barely got hair in his balls. What do you do and give him a pro, giving him a protege? And if, and it, you know, part, pardon my lack of knowledge of the Star Wars universe, but is this the same lady that shows up in uh, the Mandalorian? Yep. Okay. Yes. All right. That's all I got to say. It's a, you know, and I can't help but think, you know, somebody was like, you know what? They did baby Jabba. Let's do baby Yoda. Because I, I, I can't stand Yoda. Um, I just think he's overdone. 
Um, <laughs> like the way they handled him in the. Tri- yes, I know. I'm a Yoda hater, and I refuse to watch The Mandalorian because I'm like, I'm not watching that thing. I'm the stupid baby Yoda. But of course, I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic. But that's that's what I think. I'm I I can't really give a fair assessment uh, because I have not seen the whole thing. Um, but there was another problem is it, it, and I think that the people who made this think this is a good thing. There is absolutely no exposition in this movie whatsoever. And even though I knew who the characters were, and the movie assumes that you are already a Star Wars fan and you know who Anakin is and you know who Obi-Wan is and you know who whoever uh, Samuel Jackson plays. Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just. What like, are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> the, the, the exposition is at breakneck speed. I think it gave Ryan Murphy whiplash, but I I thought that was just wrong. Like it offended my my uh, uh, storyteller senses. You, you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, so you have no idea the sense of whiplash. <laughs> oh no, no, I saw that. Flapped. I saw that at the pictures. I saw that at the pictures when it first came out. I have not seen Rogue One though, so yeah, that's that's my two cents. Go ahead, gentlemen. Thank you, there, Sean. Steve, if you don't mind me asking, what did you think or how did you feel about Star Wars: The Clone Wars? I hated it. 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 Um, Amen. I saw it originally back in two thousand eight. It the what'd you call it, Sean? The pictures. Um, <laughs> I, I saw it with my kids, and I, I kind of figured it was going to be, because it was animated, it would be, you know, more child-friendly, uh, which it is. I mean, you got to take that to, to mind. It's not on the same level as the films. It's very, very child, family-oriented. But uh, I was really excited, in the sense, because I was familiar with the um, 2003 Cartoon Network animated, like hand-drawn animated. Uh, who's the guy? He did a, like... Uh, Samurai Jack. Gendy Tartakovsky. Tartakovsky with the dinosaurs that Isaac likes. Ayo. <laughs> but yeah, I, I loved like Samurai Jack. But he did these when he first came out with the series in 2003. I think they were like little five minute, little quick cuts. And you'd have to wait a week and there'd be another one. And I think it went off for a couple of years. But I loved that series and even bought them when they came out on DVD. Still have it. So I was. I was curious about this in 2008, and uh, I remember sitting in the theater. Just, I was so disappointed. <laughs> uh, I don't even think my kids liked it, to be quite honest. And uh, I hadn't watched this movie until uh, I don't know when did we decide to watch this a month ago. So I hadn't I had not rewatched it again until now, and it has not aged well at all. No, and it wasn't good then, so it, it didn't have. Uh... <laughs> didn't have far to go no. or yes it's worse now it got worse yeah yeah thank you thank you steve um next eric uh super fan eric what did you think <laughs> sir of star wars the clone wars how did you feel about it all right everybody take a knee um <laughs> to, to start mostly the same as what steve said uh to be honest uh I, too, was a big fan of the animated series. That was a lot of fun. I knew this wasn't going to be that, but I thought, well, there's probably some similar people working behind the scenes or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and they pulled that one off. Uh, I thought they were going to go bigger. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know 
in exactly in what way maybe in scope is what i mean by go bigger or something even though the scope is pretty big in that but but they would take more time because it is you know this uh like 3d style of animation um and i know that was the big thing that the that the critic took a dump on was the style of it because it, it does not hold up to theatrical animation at the time 3d animation however for a series it was far and away uh beyond the other 3d animated series at the time so it's in this weird middle space um but i went into it with some degree of enthusiasm and and i was there in the movies like opening weekend possibly opening day and and man it was just i you know it never hooked me and at all in the, like right from the beginning um when they started having in the opening third or quarter of the film when when they're on the the planet and dealing with the the shield and the little battle christophist i had that thing yeah i had that thing that caleb talks about and i experience it sometimes too like in some of the mcu movies where you just have like this mindless action and everyone's just like kind of all over the place and you don't care and you kind of lose track that set in real quick with me when i was watching this the first time and this is actually possibly one of the first movies where I fell asleep or dozed for a little bit in the theater. Because back in those days, that was not... I've done it many times since. But back then, it was one of my first times catching some Zs in the theater. Um, Eric, did you take your son to see this? No, no, no. No, it was just me. It was just me. Um, and yeah, and it was pretty disappointing. And, I, you know, I, I was... I don't know. and Because, I don't know... I. I would have thought, I knew it was going to be a series, and I knew it wasn't intended to be for the big screen when they started producing this, which is probably one of the things that hampers it the most. But at least I thought they would choose, like, a, a, like if they had a batch, that they would choose, like, or, I don't know, something with a... Because these are almost like almost like throwaway episodes of the series. Like, I, I wish they would have picked something better but but see better things didn't come out of this series until some years later after this um and i don't know despite the animation being kind of weak now see i I almost want to champion i wish we could for the podcast um watch the final um the final episodes like the finale of the clone wars series i wish we could watch and discuss that and compare and contrast that to this um, because it, it is night and day, night and day, and and maybe I'm you know talking about the future, but the finale of Clone Wars. As soon as I saw it, I thought this needs to be cinematic. This needs to have a theatrical release. This should have been released in the theaters, not that garbage in 2008, because the finale is epic beyond belief, um, and just amazing. But this is opposite of that so yeah that's pretty much where i stand if eric you can convince steve and sean to uh watch the final episodes of i guess season seven was it right of the clone wars yes then we will do it here i'll give you that that is that is the one thing you have to do i mean i'd love to convince them i just feel like we're breaking the rules because you know the charter said 
theatrical releases. Well, you can do it after. But the, I would let that that conversation though. Yeah, we could just do it after the series is over. Like once all these discussions are out, we could just finally do that and say like, "Hey guys, here, let's let let, let me show you good art." Whereas this is like not good art. <laughs> hey, and I'll say if if you guys are breaking out of that, I'm going to be coming at you with the Ewok films again. Oh boy. No, sir, no. No. <laughs> oh boy. They are readily available on Disney Plus. Oh, this is like I think this is like the this is like the lowest performing uh, Star Wars movie of all time. I think it did yes. even worse than the um, Ewok movies. Uh, not that those were theatrical. I forget how they did the math on that. But Nelson ratings. It it did only cost eight point five million to produce, and made back just under sixty five million. So it definitely made its money back. And eight point five is what the original New Hope was supposed to cost originally to make but it ended up costing 13 that's 8.5 million dollars on screen yeah money that was stolen by scamming people into thinking that this was a theatrical film um <laughs> so caleb welcome back to this film it's been for you you and i it's been two years i think two years or three did yeah. we see it in 2019 or 2020 it's 2020 i think it was may that's what it was so I did listen to our commentary, but it's been a while since I listened to that. So. Oh, wow. Um, what, a, Caleb, uh, in the past two or three years uh, since we last watched that, has your opinion changed on this? How did you feel about Star Wars The Clone Wars? Well, I'll say for my first viewing, I did not see this in the theater. Um, after Revenge of the Sith, I think I only saw it once, and I was kind of like, I'm kind of done with Star Wars. <laughs> so, I didn't watch almost anything of Star Wars again until around The Force Awakens times, because I was just so done. So when this came out, I was like, these trailers look terrible, this does not look like it should be a theatrical film in terms of animation, and I didn't see it until I think around when The Last Jedi came out. I did a big Star Wars retrospective, that's when I watched um, the Holiday Special and the second Ewoks film, <laughs> I, I went through everything. And this, when I was done, I was like, this was the absolute pits. I mean, that is some of that other stuff gets. I mean, this is just horrible. But I think I was wrong. I think the holiday special is worse than this. <laughs> um, to be fair to it. But it's still no film. Um, I think it is an absolute scam that they put this in the theater. Just slap these three episodes together and trick people into paying for it. Um, I, I think it's just terrible. And... I don't blame you. I'm glad, Sean, that you didn't have to sit through it like I did, because it's not, not worth it. But to you, Isaac, that's 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 all I got there. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Uh, so how do I feel about this film? So, once again, uh, similar to Steve and similar to Eric, uh, I was four, 13, yeah, 13 at the time when this came out. When did this film come out again? Let me see. 2008. 2008. I'm just being like ultra anally specific of like what day it was. <laughs> I don't have to be, but I want to be. Uh, okay, IMDb just says 2008. Fair enough. Thursday. Oh wait, yeah, August 10th, 2008 in the United States. Uh, I didn't see it opening day. That's that's not what happened. Um, but yeah, I saw this. It was my first movie I ever went to alone. Because none of my friends wanted to see this after we had seen Indiana Jones, Crystal, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and Iron Man that same time in that same year. Uh, there, there is no way we were going to, like, I think any of my friends wanted to see that. Uh, so I went alone for the very first time. And 
You know, again, just like uh, Steve and Eric had also mentioned, I was very, very, very familiar and a big, big, huge fan of the 2003 Cartoon Network, uh, shown in Teleton up here in Canada, um, Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars Micro Series, as they call it. Um, series of episodes where it was like two to three minutes um, because Hasbro was like, hey, Star Wars merch. You know, all of it from episode Attack of the Clones, like the movie may have like sucked, but like everybody's buying Star Wars merch. So let's like continue on with the movie or let's let's continue with the TV series. And Lucasfilm's like, okay, we'll go to Cartoon Network, who's now or who is owned by WB, by the way, which is funny. Um, and make their head one of their top guys in animation do something. And uh, they did that, and it was a success. I think it won, like, any awards or what it was. And so then, I don't remember exactly where I heard this, but, yeah, this film gets announced somewhere. Um, darn it, I forgot. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to look up the Mad Magazine parody of this, because this was so funny. They made, like, fun of either the 2008 um, presidential election in America or something. It was that Mad Magazine. I still remember. That was, that was funny. But anyway... Um, I remember, I think, either TV Guide or somebody told me that they're making a TV series or they're making a movie. And the whole time, I'm just like, why is it and like, why is it computer generated? And who's that girl there uh, with lightsaber? I don't know who that is. Um, mm. Is And my biggest question was, is this in any relation to the Tartakovsky 2 uh, micro series uh, from a few years ago? And I watched it and I left with lukewarm feelings because still very much. Um, a Star Wars junkie uh, by that point. So, you know, not, George Lucas could do no wrong. Nothing, uh, I, he, he had convinced me I was completely under his spell. So I, I fully was just like um, in love with the Lucas and what everything he did. So, but this one did really make me go, I don't know if this was great. I don't know if I need this. And this just made me ask, I left the film asking more questions of like why Anakin Skywalker has a Padawan and she's never referenced in episodes four, five, or six. Um, so I left there, and then I learned that there was going to be, later on, there was going to be a TV series, and that came out later on, so that's uh, neither here nor there. Um, but how do I feel about watching the film this time? That's the question, what do I feel about this time? Um, I'll be honest, I was doing work. <laughs> I was editing some YouTube videos I made uh, the whole time, so I just literally had it, like, had it in the other tab and I was just working on the other side. So I was like, I Caleb, this time I listened to it the whole way through. I didn't mute it at all. I just was, I just went with it. And, um, there were a few moments, maybe not a few, uh, maybe like on a hand, like one hand, I could say like, there were a few moments where I was impressed. I was like, okay, this is like not terrible. I, I see what they're trying to do. Um, but largely, yeah, this is something that really doesn't need to exist. And I agree with Sean in that there's like really no exposition. And this is only for, like, I don't even know if the, title announcer counts as like exposition or not because like oh, it, God. you know he flashes all these I hated that he yes. flashes all these uh, images on the screen and if you don't know Star Wars you are just like what is going on um, <laughs> other than like again the brief synopsis news movie. on the match <laughs> yeah it was like it was like something you would see in a 1930s film or propaganda something. yeah who did that impression which I think was intentional, of course. The Nazis are, are marching on Poland. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Um, oh, especially uh, in the middle of the film when we go to Coruscant. That's like, oh yeah, that's there's the 1930s right there. Um, but anyway, yeah, I still left this. I didn't come out with this film with hate watching it again. It just 
suffering. Maybe not even suffering. <laughs> suffering. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, no, I just. I was just like, it is what it is. Uh, I don't like this, oh, wow. and so not even. I don't know. I don't. I don't hate this as much. I'm not as volatile and emotional and hyperbolic as I was last time. Hopefully, uh, in our previous commentary of this, I'm just. I guess as a, it's a matter of fact. Like it didn't interest me. I wouldn't go back to it again. I mean, I know. I, I mean, my own words. We're doing it again, Caleb. I watched it again, but that's because you know uh, these guys wanted to watch it. So it's like, all right, uh, <laughs> we're gonna do it that way. I think it was you. Uh, fair enough. I'm not gonna put the blame on anybody else, but like. If hey, uh, yeah, I don't think nobody wanted to yes. watch this. Nobody <laughs> did. I was the number two, even though I don't like it in any way. I, I definitely. Well, fair enough. You guys, you guys bring up points. It was only because I'll say this: I was being very cheeky and loophole abusive. Like, listen, Sean said we got to do all the theatrical films, so it's like this was a theatrically released film, and it technically is in chronological order with the series, so we got to count it. Or else. Oh, I thought it was because you were a sadist. Oh. Uh there's partially that, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, the first part is like you know oddly not great. The middle part's probably the best stuff, and then the third part we're not even gonna talk about yet until we get that. Um, I was referring to the true. I was referring to the Sega, not so much this. I guess you could say this. Wait, 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 maybe. What is what's the middle part again? I think I'm getting the three episodes mixed up in my head. The middle is when they're raiding, right? Raiding well, I was the, referring uh... to the Sega, so like you know the first, like the first three, the prequels, oh, the originals, oh. and the sequels. But you could also oh, put that to this film, oh. and that did the for the beginning part people didn't like, the middle part maybe some people liked, and the third part people are like, ah, not really. We don't talk about yes, that. Yes, that was that was going to be a question for the three of you that saw in the theater. At what point did you kind of sink in your seat, like, oh wait, this this is not this is not going to go well. Because when I was watching the first 10, 15 minutes, okay, yes, that's that's what yeah, I'm gonna first, say. Yeah, first ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna be like, it was. It, the... it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just get it got worse and worse. <laughs> for me. It did not. There was no great middle middle part of no. it. No. It just. It doesn't get good until. John, I, you, you, if you don't like the beginning, you're 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 in trouble. Yeah. I... I, if I have to say something nice about it, it's that I do enjoy the uh, the scenes with the um, spacecraft, spacecraft scenes, and the shooting and all that. Those look starfighters, starfighters. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. But I can agree with that. Um, <laughs> it, this 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 thing belongs in the what were they thinking department. Like I I honestly can't say what intelligent human being was working on this that they, a bunch they stood back and they said well that's it the whole movie i shouldn't say that because i didn't see the whole movie but it feels like i'm watching cut scenes from a video game you know mm. oh certainly yeah yeah and that's that's something to discuss is this was never intended to be a movie when these episodes were being produced they were just episodes of the show it wasn't until, I think, like, partway through production of this first season that some producer, I don't even think it was George Lucas, I think it was just someone involved with, like, the studio. Yeah, it, was, it was George Lucas. Was it really him? Or I, I, there's, a, there's, there's fairly extensive um, special features on the Blu-ray, which I purchased just for this conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. None of this, by the way, is on Disney Plus for some stupid reason. You gave money... You gave money to Disney for this, Eric. Well, no, that didn't go to Disney. Um, the money for the disc, because uh, that's, that's Warner Brothers. I, I I did too. Just gonna say, I can't be silent. 
wants to confess. Uh, they're going to be like, what? what's the surgeons of sales for the Clone Wars? No, but it was... It, We're going to have to make another one. Oh, no. It was... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it was a big upgrade. Originally, I had bought the DVD when it first came out. Um, That's what I've and got. This is, this is a big upgrade on that. Um, but uh, it was George Lucas when he was watching... Um, you know, because he was he was very much intertwined with the production of the show, especially in that first season, very much a part of it. Um, and and when he saw as the things were coming together, uh, when it was getting, it wasn't the final product, but it was getting there. Um, it was supposedly. I mean, they say in the in the in the, the little docs or the you know the little features that you know George was just like. This this is amazing! Like this this is so cinematic! Like oh we gotta we gotta we gotta release this. He was just like over the moon about it. Uh, uh-huh. And then and then it was five thirty, and he walked out of the office building and pulled off his mask, and it was Stephen Moffat underneath. <laughs> it's funny too. Y'all oh, mentioned the no. thing about why does oh, Anakin have a Padawan? Because they talk about it in the movie, and they uh-huh. you know. Uh, they discuss it. In, I mean, in the actual movie, they discuss it, and then um, Obi Wan says, "No, it, she's your Padawan." You know, the, it was it was it was Palpatine's idea. Um, oh, it's Yoda's and idea. it's funny they say that. It's funny they say it in the movie because in the special features, they state that Filoni wanted her to be Obi Wan's new Padawan, but George Lucas was the one who stepped in and said, no, 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 she should be Anakin's Padawan. Oh my so that God. was George Lucas also. Oh. I'm so glad that Disney bought it. Yeah, George Lucas also came up with Jar Jar Binks. Oh. They all, they all, all those can't be winners. The guy's amazing. And I'm telling you, I mean, I really do feel like this was such a scam that they put this in the theater. Like, there is nothing at all that yeah. feels like a coherent story. It doesn't look theatrical. And poor Steve and Eric and Isaac paid the the ticket price to sit and watch this in the theater. Yeah, I would be extremely disappointed. Even with the kissing aliens. This just came up on screen. There's aliens kissing. Pretty sure those are dudes, by the way. (laughs) Is this this the uh, Mrs. Wow, this is... Yeah, but they're in the background, so you can't call that progressive. Well, let's not forget about Zero. Well, I mean... It's all started in the background as far as Disney and Star Wars are concerned. I mean, when it comes to yes. that subject. So, th- and this is a trailblazer for sure. I mean, I'm impressed just by having the painted um, female alien silhouette on the uh, those dropships or whatever those things are called. Um, <laughs> right. But, okay, as much as the animation is so rudimentary for this first season, because um, it gets so much better uh, as, you know, eight, ten years past this so much better but that being said the way it looks on disney plus if you have the right equipment and the way it looks on this blu-ray if you have like a up 4k machine and all the other stuff i have it's never looked as good as it's looked to me like today as archaic and rudimentary i'm impressed um uh seeing it with all this whiz-bang stuff I have going on here. Um, Are you, really? <laughs> Think about this. Yes, really. Oh my god, that was that was Sean making that sound? I thought that was the little zero, or the little Did he? Add a little fart sound on the back and there you go. Yeah, it would be sticky. By the way, they were inspired by the 89 uh, Shogun uh, 
uh, samurai movie Shogun's Shadow. That was their impetus for the the having to rescue the hut the hut baby. I I cannot I cannot place myself back in two thousand eight to tell whether or not this type of animation or this look was like quote unquote groundbreaking. Um, I will tell you I have it on Blu-ray and I'm watching it on a giant screen and I on a 4K player and I think that it you, you get to see the wrinkles and everything and, and that's not a good thing you know like um, uh, for instance um, on Doctor Who I'm bringing back to Doctor Who I'm sorry Isaac hey bring it on bring it on <laughs> um, you know they had to change the Doctor's TARDIS primarily because um, it was going to be upgraded to uh, not Blu-ray, but yeah, HD. HD. There you go, HD. Yeah, and if you watch it now, but um, it, it doesn't look particularly good. Uh, oh. That's not the fault of the the, 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 the the piece of television or the movie or anything. It's just the the nature of uh, Blu-rays. Um, wow. I think that TARDIS always looked pretty bad. That interior. Well, that's a, that's just me and my my negative ways. <laughs> that's a topic for another discussion and you know by the way before uh, i was gonna say before there were dvds nobody knew who lieutenant columbo's what lieutenant columbo's first name was until they oh, got the freeze no. frame on the dvds just saying Let's talk about the poor frank um <laughs> what i was gonna mention earlier that's just in contrast if anyone's seen either wally or the following year up that's the kind of material that of was course. coming out for animated films. And you compare this to it. Oh, yeah. And it shows, yeah. Like, it's night and day. Oh, oh animated films were way beyond. Yeah. Uh, as, as I said. I don't know about DreamWorks films prior to 2008, though. Oh, DreamWorks. Yeah, like, DreamWorks. Well, actually, in this year, in 2008, Kung Fu Panda came out, and that was kind of when they started making, like, films, which was nice. Oh, yeah. Kung Fu Panda looks like, yeah miles better than this oh, yeah. and the next year came monsters versus aliens that was a good film as well and megamind came out after that they actually made like decent films at one point and then how to train your dragon just changed everything for dreamers i mean oh yeah that's interesting that, that, in a good way or a bad way uh well because you know prior <laughs> to that we had the b movie and then shark tales oh. and then i don't remember yeah. anything else after that but basically just dreamworks trying to really really sh like explain to america that they hate disney spielberg showing his grandpa ways the kids would like this right it's mostly jeffrey katzenberg <laughs> sorry spielberg if you're listening well this movie was nominated for a golden raspberry for um, worst, the category was worst, uh, the worst ripoff remake slash sequel. Um, mm. uh, it was nominated, but it actually lost to Spielberg um, because Curse of Crystal Skull won the award. <laughs> Curse. What a That's shame. What they should have called it. Hey, I think it's underrated. Oh no, when are we going to do our Indiana Jones series? It, I watched it when the 4K came out, uh, whenever that was, and I was I I've made more peace with that. Yeah. Oh, and look at the part oh, with the the monolith dildos um in the movie we're watching. Um when they approach the Jedi Temple thing. Or no, I'm sorry, this is uh Jabba's Wait, where are we? Are you talking about Indiana Jones or He's talking about Clone Wars. Eric, what are you talking about? I'm talking about I'm talking about Clone Wars the movie. Are you watching the porn? <laughs> no, no, they're coming up on the palace and there's these monolith um, well, I don't know if they're dildos or they're the things that you put in the butt kiss, but um, 
<laughs> I wish. Uh, they're lined up in, at the entrance to the gate. What? Go back and watch it. Let's see. Okay, timestamp <laughs> approximately 39 minutes and zero seconds. You go a little bit before that, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, in the porn parody, would they use the lightsabers as a, some sort of dildo routine? or? Do you really have to ask? <laughs> well, Do you really let, me, know? let me get out my disc real quick. I, I didn't know we were going to do all the... <laughs> Those did show at theaters of sorts. Uh, some of these Star Wars parodies we're talking about. <laughs> Want to be completionists? Do we, ha- do we have to? Do we have to watch the Turkish Star Wars? By the way, no. no oh, but we do have to watch Star Crash, though. Um, no, uh, I. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm sorry. It's not my podcast, <laughs> but I'm not watching that again, Eric. Putting his foot down. <laughs> hey, I, I'd be more than happy to watch it. I, I've been wanting to. When we finished our original Star Wars series back in 2020, I said we were going to come back and cover Star Crash so Eric could, or so Isaac could see. Yeah, it's, it's got the Hoff. It's not good. I don't know why everybody talks about it and like, oh wow. It, it, I mean, everybody knows it's not good, but it's got this big cult following. Um, eh, whatever. I I like schlock out there. That ugly guy from Maniac is in it, and I just can't with him. Oh wow! I forgot he was in that. Yeah. I can't remember the actor's name, but he is so he's so physically oh. repulsive yes. that I just can't enjoy a movie with him in it. Wow! It's because of Maniac. He plays like a really just yeah. It makes you just want to vomit looking at him. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. Margaret Cho has this joke. It's like, have you ever seen met somebody and like all you can picture and they're not hot. And all you can picture is like seeing them naked or, you know, having <laughs> sex with them. And it's like that. It's like that. And he's no longer with us. God rest his soul. I can't remember the actor's name. R.I.P. Let me, let me weirdly steer us back to... Um, Thank you. Yes, please, Eric. Because uh, usually I'm the one who takes us down the road. But I remember that you are. But anyway. Um, so especially those of you, which I think is most of you, who haven't really seen like a lot of the actual series, certainly not to the end or mm. near the end um two things I, i'm curious from your point of views um one is so like this ahsoka character when she was introduced here in this and because is the first time we ever see her on screen ever and of course in the actual series like season one season two back then there was a big fan um what's the backlash what backlash like, they hated her, just like some of the modern characters um, have gone through that uh, in Star Wars more recently. But everyone hated her. They hated her character. They hated the way she was, that she was whiny. They felt she was just just put into a piece to children. Yeah, Everyone hated her. Um, but f- flash forward, uh, you know, some years into the future... And she, over time, transformed into one of the most beloved characters. Mm. And everyone's pretty much on board with her now. I'm speaking in broad terms. <laughs> Everyone loves her now. She's Rosario Dawson now, of course, in the live-action stuff. She's mostly beloved at this point. And can you all imagine that? And the second part of the same question is, again, this is rough. We all, we're all on the same page. But by the time Clone Wars you know, resolves itself... Um, which was just a year or like a couple years ago. Um, now it it has its rough spots in the first two years. You can just throw away of it of the series, but the good stuff, 
it's it's some of the best Star Wars that's ever been done um, on any medium. The good stuff of Clone, and can you all imagine that this actually at some point gets to that level? No, but I, you know, I attribute that to Dave Filoni because I think he li- well, I think he's a fan one, but I, two, I think he listened to kind of the backlash from the film, and I bet you he's like, okay, I got to turn this ship around, and because this is cause she's gonna be a major part of the Clone Wars, I got to get her, I got to get people to like her. So I think he changed her character because in the film she was so annoying, and one of the things that drove me absolutely fucking nuts. <laughs> Was her renaming everybody? So instead of Anakin oh. Skywalker, he was Sky Guy. And that was cringy. And it was even more cringy. It was when she called R two D two R two R two E. if I could, if I, if I could have put my hand into the screen and slapped her, <laughs> that would have been then. Or uh, the battle droid stick tink stick. What is it? Stick tinnies? Did she call them? I was like, now that this isn't even like, where are, the, where are these names Stick coming Tinnies from? Or something? Yeah, yeah, the way she would nickname everything, it was just so stupid. Uh, he said, "Stop being so snippy," and and I was like, "Oh my god!" He calls her Snips. Was that was that part of it? And he calls her Snips. Oh god. Yeah, the only way that this could be worse uh, is if it had to quote Josh, is if it had a kitchen in it. We'll get that in later episodes. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> Whenever there's a child or a kitchen, it's bad. And she's bad. It's bad. She's yeah. bad. You know, and on paper, you know, if you think about it, the character it did turn out to be, you know, kind of a badass. And I admit I've only seen her in The Mandalorian. Um, but I just don't. Maybe Lucas was taking a uh, a page from the book of Spielberg and, the, oh, I'm going to put this in. There's going to be a child in this. And, uh, you know, because that's was such a big hit with the first with the Phantom Menace. Um, and the Ewok I don't movies. know. And, and also, I, as the series progress, I mean, there are there are actually decapitated heads in this. But as if as you judge the series as a whole, I, I used to always make this statement that um, for a kid show on Cartoon Network, you have never seen so much death ever. The, the body count is crazy at times. Um like sometimes it's like Die Hard too. Like you know, it gets into the hundreds because you know these huge ships are being destroyed. But it's not only death. There is so much torture that happens, um, a la Solo, like in Empire Strikes Back. And there's also a lot of suicide, like characters taking their own lives, um, a lot, Jesus. and like suicide bombers, and like it's just crazy. It's crazy oh, was- at times. Okay, okay, Eric, I'm gonna put this right here. You are probably the like most diehard person I know who will defend that series till the day you die, and I love you for that. But I'm gonna say it right here: we are talking about this movie, and we are not talking about anything that comes after this movie. All right? Okay, obviously yes, we're going to the other episodes, but like it is just this movie. I'm in the penalty box. Enclosed. We didn't. In not the penalty. You're only gonna penalty. Okay, I'll give you a red. Card. I'll give you. Sorry, not red. I'll give you a yellow card. It's Excuse fair. Me. Okay, I get. You are right in that this is a poor judgment of like. This is what this is, but this is like yes, the pilot. It's so this is. is the pilot it's... to that entire series, okay? And yes, you're right. If you go between this and you go between the, like, you know, season seven or whatever it was, Bad Batch, whatever you want to call it, obviously 
big improvement, okay? This is like a test pilot almost. They decided to put it on the big screen. Mm. I get that, okay? I, I'm i sorry. I just, like, you compare TNG season one to season six, all right? Pretty sure that's a big improvement, right? No, uh, uh, you're, 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 you know, you're completely right. Yeah. It's just, that's all I can think about when I see how bad this is. I get that, but please stop being so defensive of this. Oh no, I am not defending this movie. I'm just these are the thoughts that come out. I of mean, it. of the Clone Wars yeah, yeah. itself, because obviously from here we get something that is considered really good. Okay, I get that. Obviously, four fifths of us don't care. Well, Matt, don't care, but don't watch that show. <laughs> save for Caleb. Um, uh, and so, I, uh, okay. I, I listen. You watch the episodes more than like Steve, Sean, and myself did. Okay. Well, that's I, I keep mean to I mean to interject to ask Steve. Did you continue to watch any of this show, or did you stop with this movie as well? No, I actually did watch it. Uh, so I I watched the first. Well, there you go. I was wrong. Uh, I want to say the first season, maybe two, and then I uh, I dropped it for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's because I cut the cable or cut cable <laughs> and went to streaming but i did watch i did watch the last season oh wow um of clone wars I didn't know that. Uh, so yeah so i did watch yeah I, I i tried to pick up because i'm i'm a big darth maul fan so when when i heard darth maul was coming in back to the series i wanted to see how they were going to bring him back i remember oh so did you up. watch that season or like when when maul came back yeah so i i, I have not i have not watched it from point a to point b for the tv show but i would skip yeah i would skip around so i know i saw the first season and then saw saw when maul came in um i didn't watch it all the way to the at that point but and then i watched watched the last season because it was the last season i was like okay might as well see what where everybody's going with this so and i and i always thought i always thought i would go back and watch it completely through, all the way through, but I haven't. I, I kind of did the same thing as Steve, actually. Like, I watched, like, the first season or two, and I put it on complete hiatus, and it wasn't until Netflix got the rights later, and then that's when I, like, binged and, like, watched the rest. Oh, but uh, T.Y. Isaac, because I know you've always been against, like, oh, why'd they bring back Darth Maul? Like, this is stupid. Nobody cares. See, it brought someone back. <laughs> There you go. But who? Steve. Well, I don't think it was a good Steve. idea. But... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. But like... And other fans. A lot of people love the, the return Touché. of Darth Maul, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was in that non-canon story with mechanical legs before the Clone Wars ever aired. Okay. I'm breaking my own rule. I'm breaking my own rule. I know. Let's go back to the movie. Let's go back to the movie. I know. Well, this okay. I was gonna. I'm breaking my own rule here, and I'm gonna actually ask Eric. Oh. Even though I yelled at you for this, That's I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, that was kind of scary. I was scared of Isaac. Yeah, yeah it was scary. Getting, yeah, it's getting crazy. I thought you had the Vader eyes. I'm sorry. It's only just because Eric, you always do this. I've heard you say it so many times of just like defending that series to the day you die, which is fine. I'm repeating myself. I'm sorry. But I actually was going to ask you, and this doesn't just involve the Clone Wars, uh, but does this movie get ever get mentioned? anything else of like Disney stuff oh. of like did did it ever get like mentioned in Mando in Book of Boba the movie? I'll get to that in a second um, the movie yeah just the movie itself does that does the movie get referenced by like Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Bad Batch <laughs> Resistance um, 
whatever it's called, um, uh, 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 Rebels, that's what it is. Any of those. Do any of those, or even books, I don't know if you've read the books, does anything mention this movie at all going forward? Mm-hmm. Not really, and that's certainly not directly. The only way I could think there's like ways it comes up is obviously because this literally introduces Ahsoka, and um, this sometimes when we talk about extended family of huts, you know, maybe there's like a mention of like zero or something, but I mean that's about it. I, uh, by the way, I, on screen I just saw this. I never thought I'd see a CG animated Gillette woman's razor from the late nineties be <laughs> in a movie, but it, it, it appears I just saw it. Because uh, I don't know if y'all know, but when they made the props for the Clone Wars, um, the Jedi's have these uh, communicators, and they repurposed. Do y'all remember the Gillette razor for ladies in the shower? And it's like a big, um, it looks like yes, a pill. Yes. Like the, the yeah, I used them all the time. Yes, so they repurposed those, <laughs> and they made them into Jedi communicators, and Anakin has one on his wrist, and it's just weird seeing it animated in CG. But anyway, I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, no, there's not really any references except for, like I said, okay. that. Now, here's what I was going to also ask. There, there, well, there, what, oh. there is one, there is one. There's one I, I wanted. I put in my notes because I was so thrilled. I screamed like a little girl when I saw it. <laughs> nice. Um, on on the in the scene where they're on Christosurfsen. I, I know I'm saying Christosus. Christosus, uh, where they're battling on that bridge, and um, there's a little bunny droid. Oh yeah, uh, that you yes. see. Yeah. And that's in the book of Boba Fett. Which when I when I was watching the book of Boba, Fett, I had forgotten about this film when I was watching the book of Boba Fett. And I saw that droid, and Boba was chasing him around the, the uh, kitchen. I'm like, holy fuck, I know what the, I've seen that thing before. And it didn't until I saw the, watched his film for this podcast that it finally put it together for me. Yes. So you do see that little character. He was introduced in this film. Thank you very much, Steve. That's awesome. I noticed. Yes. Well, I noticed it as I was watching it. Um, myself today, but I don't know if it's the same one. But that was an e- that was considered like an Easter egg in Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett um, because that was the first time we saw live action like one of those droids, and that was kind of cool. And I yeah. and I, I felt that when I was watching Book of Boba Fett the first time. I was trying to place where I knew it from. I kept wondering, well, why do I recognize this stupid little droid? Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Speaking of Boba F- Book of Boba Fett. I gotta ask, is Rota the hut? Is he mentioned in is he in that? Oh fuck that. Oh no. in it? No. Okay. In it no, but, but like I said, they might mention some of the like the hut extended family, but no, you see okay. something worse. You. you see something worse. Uh, zero there? In, in book <laughs> of, of, of Oh yeah. <laughs> you do. Oh god, I just have to mention that. Did you ever watch that, Sean? I, I remember telling Sean, I'm like, I think there's like an incestuous yes. like brother sister yes. relationship yes. going on in Book of Boba Fett. I, Spoilers. Yeah. I know of what you speak. It's implied, but it's there. Yeah. And it's not it's like in the like maybe the second episode. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. It's yeah. so gross. Uh, it's not a big deal. And you thought Luke kissing Leia in Empire Strikes yeah. Back was bad, but no, this is I like how they oh. sit like in an intertwined sixty nine on, on their pedestal. <laughs> oh, but I gotta mention this because I just got to the scene where we first go to Jabba's palace, and he's got his little Twi'lek dancer in there, 
Man, that is a hideous piece of animation. <laughs> yes, it's very bad. It's very bad. As bad as um, what's its name in in uh, special edition episode six? Oh no, no, no! This this uh, is much worse than that. Singer oh, in episode, this is episode six. This is like that little toy when okay. when us older come on, come folks on. remember the one that had like the little a little thing a little figure that was standing like three inches tall, and you push the base and it just fell down like Woody when he pretends like he's dead. And then, and then you like let go and it comes back up again. Yeah. Uh, it's like that. The dancer's just like, ugh. Guess what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> um, did, <laughs> did they, uh, speaking of toys, did they come out with any toys from. Oh, the- yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Because there's a couple a couple original just characters. Just like they did with the 80s um, animated series. Yeah, and video games. Like they made a whole action figure line that was based upon the droids and uh, Ewoks, the cartoons. Um, they did the same thing for this, uh, where they made like the, oh. the cone war, the, the animated versions of the action figures. Absolutely. Oh, because you know, on paper, uh, some of these characters, the the lady, I don't know, with the two lightsabers, she seems Saj Ventress, very popular. Yeah, yeah, she's. Well, do y'all know what race she is? She seems kind of cool. Uh, Alien race for Star Wars. No, why do you have to put race in this? Why did you put race into this? Because it makes it more interesting. Oh, for her, I mean. Well, I think the more interesting part is she's the one holdover from that Tartakovsky series that we were mentioning earlier. Yeah. Because that series was never in continuity and it was never official. So it's very interesting, I I think, that they took that character, even though... Because, again, so much... But that's what Filoni does. Well, I'm not saying it was Filoni's decision, but that's what Filoni does. He takes good things from other parts of Star Wars and then he, like, makes them canon. Um... And brings it brings it into his stuff. Well, well, the time that the Clone Wars series was first on, all that stuff was included in terms of yes. the books and everything like that. It was just that micro series that wasn't really included. Actually, yeah, you're right because so. technically it wasn't until 2012 when the acquisition from Disney happened. When, or bio, sorry. The animated uh, thing was yeah. made to be canon, um, and it was canon until until this came out. It was decanonized ah. when the 3D series came out. Sag. No, they they said it before then. Oh, Lucas said that the micro series is more like an advertisement for toys. It was never really meant to represent real. Hold on, Wars. that made no 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 no. Let me tell you why it was canon. Let me tell you why it was canon. It was canon because they, no no no. It was oh, canon Jesus because they specifically Christ. wrote it, it to lead me. in to Revenge of the Sith, which is exactly what it did. It was. It was, but it was never. He. It was never meant to be real canon. It was just... And then he double backed afterwards. He's like, oh yeah, it wasn't canon. Did he? He he came back and said it was. I feel no, no, it wasn't canon. Excuse me, it was not canon. I think it was canon. It was canon until until this series came out and they they wrecked it. Uh, not according uh, to Lucas. I'm gonna call him right now. <laughs> yeah, call him up. Oh yeah, it wasn't canon. I swear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, Sorry, I was Steve. I was wondering, did they ever make it? Did they ever make a Zero the Hut figure? Oh boy! No, God, no! I wish they did. And and it, does it does it have does it a have sex a toy? Yes, light? but not a figure. No, uh, like you could have it under a black light glow or something. Like that. <laughs> a little cigarette, a little cigarette, and a little holder. <laughs> Press a button and smoke. You like those toys from the eighties where you would you, you you they were like round. They were about the size of a basketball, and you could they glowed in the dark. Glow Zero is the baby, right? No. 
I'm just waiting for Filoni to bring him back in live action and they finally will make a toy. No. I can't wait. I want, I want, I don't collect action figures, but I want a Zero the Hutt. <laughs> yes. well, you know, we haven't mentioned this, but, you know, we've complained about the animation left and right. But that's really the worst of the animation is that character. He looks terrible. Like He does, he does, he does. Yes. I agree. Um, well, what about a figure of the female uh, hut? Uh, I don't know her name because I watched it with the sound off. But uh, oh, that's zero. That's not a female. That's Jabba's uncle. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's the character that we've talked about before. That's a guy. Yes, you yes. got to rewind it. You yeah, got to rewind yeah. it and listen to that. You voice. have to listen to them seriously. It is. <sighs> it was Count Dooku. <laughs> oh, Count Dooku. Is it like offensive? Like, it's a, it's so bad. It's Truman Capote on it's, animated screen. <laughs> yes, yes. Pardon the hat. Pardon the hat. I'm losing my hair. It is Truman Capote. Absolutely. And lots and lots of makeup. <laughs> a callback to our murder by death commentary. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Go to Yoda and start complaining. Speak proper English. <laughs> Use your damn pronouns. Moose, <laughs> moose. Goddamn <laughs> It's not even that funny, but you took me out of talking or listening about this, and now it seems really because fuck, my hand hurts. Okay. Yes, yes. Cow on wall. Moose, moose. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly snake just entered room. Oh, isn't that nice, darling? When wings wing. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can edit this out. No, 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 no. This stays in. It's just like I love, that. <laughs> I love that film. If you guys ever do that film, please. I'll, I'll oh, wait. We, we love that film. I oh, you were invited. Film. We already did it. We we oh, did do it. It was you. me. Uh, it was me, Isaac, and Caleb. Going home. We did invite you, actually. I you just, were invited. Yeah, please understand. We would have like done it with you. I was not well then. Uh, Sean did not. Have... <laughs> <laughs> Eric, we're talking about Murder by Death, which if it sort of is like a precursor to the movie Clue in a way, quite literally. So it's like a murder mystery. I've heard you talk about. I'm before. using that term. Parody of murder mystery. Yeah. Peter Falk. And uh, it's it's classic. It's, it's politically incorrect. Yeah, Peter Falk, Eileen Brennan, Maggie Smith, David Niven, Truman Capote, James Coco, James Cromwell in his first on in his first uh, time on screen. Um, Peter, Peter Sellers, um, Charlie Chan. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. not talking about that, even though it was like, uh, <laughs> that would not work today. No, it wouldn't. But the the, the irony is is that of course. Charlie Chan was always played by a white guy in yellow face. So oh. it was... Yeah, and Eric's the only other person I know who's actually watched some Charlie Chan stuff. Really? Hmm. Number three, son. They just re- <laughs> oh, <laughs> they no. just released like a, a double feature that like on Blu-ray just recently of two Charlie Chan movies. Oh. oh I gotta that guy out. who played his son in Murder by Death or his adoptive number, number one son he was um, in the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. If you guys, anybody, just the gay guy? Okay, never mind. Let's move on. So Clone Wars. Wait, wait, wait. I, I want to I throw a Murder by Death since I wasn't invited to the Murder by Death. You know what? Why not? I bet, I, I, bet you, I bet you didn't know 
that uh, Peter Sellers um, wanted to upstage uh, uh, Alec Guinness, <laughs> that he talked uh-huh. to the director and impersonated Alec Guinness saying, give Peter Sellers more lines. Did you know that? <laughs> That's a trick. I did like, not he called know that. On the phone, he no, called, called the director on the phone, talking as Alec Guinness, saying, I think you should give Peter Sellers That's pretty funny. more <laughs> screen time. <laughs> Convinced, you know, but but the but the director actually knew it was Peter Sellers and not Alec Guinness who was speaking. Did you know that Alec Alec Guinness predicted James Dean's death? Oh, and did you know that Alec he, Guinness yes, was? I did know. I did know that was in this movie, as, as Star Wars Clone Wars. He plays Obi Wan. Uh, Steve, I was going to ask you, what did you think of Christopher Lee and Samuel L. Jackson's performances oh, in this film? Well, was I think Sam, Samuel Jackson did his own yes. voice, right? For both of Mace both Wendy. of those actors. Yes. But, oh, Christopher Lee did his as well. He did. And what's so yes. crazy? Oh, is, I thought they got a voice actor for him. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and they didn't do it. They'd already dubbed over these episodes with the series actors, and I think it was just George. He called them up. Oh, Sam, can you come be in this movie? It's a theatrical release. Anime. So I was like, I'm busy doing snakes on a plane. So I was like, oh, sure, Christopher Lee. <laughs> We've <laughs> been a phone call <laughs> or my lines over the phone. I'll have to read. I have to. I, I'll, I'll have to watch scenes. I'm not going to watch the whole damn film. <laughs> I'm to watch the whole thing with, Count, with, with, Count, with Count Duke, who I didn't know that was Christopher Lee. Yeah, was, there, there's three. There's three people. I can't remember the third that's also in this. And that plays. There you go. That's it. Uh, yes. Always a C3PO. Yeah, he's kind of a. Poor. That's his own. <laughs> I mean, he'll, he'll attend an opening of an envelope. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Bless his heart. Sorry. And yeah. I think he's a bit of a douchebag to the fans too, from what I understand. Yes. Oh! I've heard that as well. Uh, yeah. okay. Don't say that, Steve. Is that true? <gasps> it is. Yes, I've heard you that. You would have thought yeah. he'd be so nice. Oh well. He's kind of like the Janet Fielding of uh, of Star Wars. You know? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm Star Wars royalty, you know. Treat, you know, I I need to be held above other people, that kind of thing. Like, there there was a thing. I don't know if you've heard about this about Anthony Daniels, but back in the '70s, Topps released Star Wars cards for the first film. Uh, Because I guess baseball cards weren't working. I don't know, but anyways, (laughs) they they had a they had a card for C-3PO, but the way the card was printed or something, it it looked like C-3PO had a huge schlong. It was just an angle of the shot, and like it's a really <laughs> rare card. I gotta look if, this if, up. If you I ever see it up. at a garage, so pick it up. It's, it's, it's a true thing. Yeah, no, it looks. Yeah. It does. It look, yeah. Talk about the uh, talk about the porn parody. So uh, anyway, somebody That's... took that card. Now it's like it's very rare. Um, so someone brought that card up to one of Anthony Daniels' uh, signing sessions. Eric's just now. And Anthony. <laughs> And, and <laughs> I'm laughing more at Eric laughing. Uh, but Anthony Daniels was so upset that he ripped the card in half. Oh, and, dang. And it's worth oh, hundreds of dollars. Too. Oh, my God. You know, that would probably raise the price of that card in particular, the one that Anthony Daniels tore in half. How does it look like this? this? Yeah, it's, get, get the link. Somebody get the link. It's please. really please. obvious. It's really obvious like why did not anybody catch this 
Just type in C-3PO big dick card. <laughs> or tops card if you don't want to get like taken to the wrong website. Private tab! Here we go. <laughs> it's shocking. What the fuck? Eric, Jesus Christ. Eric's dying over there. Oh dear. He's choking on the, the big dick. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. Oh, okay. That's um. <laughs> um, that's a handle right there. Um, that's a clutch for if somebody needs to, like, you know, go. <laughs> Turn him in from like neutral to gear shift one or whatever. It shuts down. You just gotta crank that, and then he'll. Uh... I guess uh, this is what Mel Brooks was inspired by when he made uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Oh yeah, that's God. Joan Rivers. That's what exactly. Yeah. Oh. I did not know C-3PO had his own uh, lightsaber there. That's. Uh... I was gonna say it looks like he like he has a hilt of a saber right there. I there's no other explanation for it. <laughs> well, uh, this is the funniest moment I've had in like a month this year in Eric. I've never heard of this before. The oral history. <laughs> the oral history of Superfuse Penis. Oh, golly. Jeez, he's certainly, uh, he's certainly lubing oh the, the tube, goodness. as they say. Bless oh, the maker, no. this oil bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh maker please please <laughs> please That's maker harder maker harder oh, yes, please oh please. maker oh, oh maker up, oh maker maker oh. i'm oiling i'm oiling <gasps> oh, God. i'll translate anything for you maker oh yes <laughs> I don't know if that was installed by Anakin or by Owen. Who knows? Oh, God. Don't. Oh. I think it was installed by Aunt Veruca or whatever her name is. <laughs> Veruca? What's her name? I don't know. Aunt Veruca Saru. Aunt Veru, okay. No, Veru. Did you take the groids with them? I think so. I just don't understand how this happened, though. Yeah, I mean, Owen, he, uh... <laughs> It's really obvious. Like you almost think yes. that it's done on purpose by somebody. The way that those people did with the uh, Disney covers, like where they put the the, the, the dicks and uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, or, and Sex and Liking. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it, that shocked me when I saw it's it. I'm like, effects, like special effects. That no, was like at least a, what they're it's going. It's very with. clearly oh, okay. the naked topless woman and the rescuers. And then there was the uh, Aladdin, all good teenagers take off their clothes. I'm like, I seriously, seriously heard that. I, I um, can hear it. Baby Herman um, uh, fingers that woman at the beginning of the movie. But for Steve, uh, your story. Uh, we cut off Steve's uh, story about uh, about the dick pic. Oh, no, just that. He, he, he ripped up the, uh, Anthony Daniels ripped up this guy's card when he asked for a signature. Oh, so. yeah. Wow. Wow, that's... <laughs> 
And you said it was a pretty expensive card, right? Pretty rare. I think it's worth a bit now. I haven't looked at prices, but uh, <laughs> I assume because it's Anthony well, Daniels is on a ripping, destroying tirade whenever he sees one. I don't know. Yeah, making it more rare. I mean, I see prices from ten dollars to a thousand on eBay, but I don't know if some of those are like. Well, maybe those are like maybe Jeez. someone just reprinted them or something for the ten dollar version. But there's this Yoda card that goes wow. for 40k, which is way more valuable. He has a vagina where his nose. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. There, is a, there is a Yoda card, but it doesn't have a no, vagina. There is that in this movie. No, there are vaginas in this movie, or more uh, specifically, buttholes. I know there's a difference. Um, oh, the, uh, yeah, the really the musicians. Uh, I know you know they're obviously picked up from the first film from A New Hope. But man, their mouths look like buttholes. They, I, I'm sorry, maybe I'm just thinking that Wait, because that's the way my mind goes. Oh, those guys, the musicians oh, that play the, um, um, I forget what they were called. Yeah. Hey, they didn't play jazz music. They actually played jazz, I think. Oh my god. Yeah, they they call oh it jazz, right? God. Oh hey. Yes. Huh? That's that's uh, canon. So okay. <laughs> You know what I just realized? I also just realized that this was the same year as Blue Harvest. I completely forgot about that. Wait, Blue mm. Harvest? That sounds so familiar. What is that? It's the Family Guy parody of Episode 4. Oh, yes! I remember that! Yes, absolutely, yes. Love Family Guy. Love Family Guy. I'm, yeah, I'm... Well, I watched it, like, I think last year again. I, for some reason, it was on my mind. I was like, you know, I'm going to watch that again. I watched it. It actually wasn't that bad. Like, it was a really good Star Wars parody. Yeah, it's it's okay. really good. It's it's like, oh, I don't want to watch this, and then you end up watching, and it's like, oh, I'm still, and there's a Doctor Who reference oh, yeah, there in is. it too. I always thought that um, though before really? they did the joke. Yeah, I always thought that since I was a kid that those two look the same, and then yeah, that 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 was the best joke in the in the Family Guy um, episode. In uh, in our household, uh, because we're Asian and racist, uh, the the line, "Good luck, everybody else." Is a common thing. Anybody know when Peter says, "I'll be as untouched as a turn signal in an Asian woman's car," and then they come to this Asian Asian woman driving. She's like, "How much turn signal do I have to do to cross eight lanes? None. Okay. Good luck, everybody else." And then she merges eight lanes, and all the cars are crashing. Okay, no, just me. All right, I'm sorry. I forgot. This is a podcast. I can't be racist. <laughs> Y'all cut that part. I'm walking away from uh, the microphone. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, you sir, can hear sir, please, sir. No. So this is a movie. <laughs> this is a movie discussion. Is it? Is this a movie? I, I'm sure. No, I'm just. I'm trying to picture like. Steve, you might know the answer to this question. Like, of all the Star Wars people, you know, you mentioned Anthony Daniels being a diva. Is there anybody who's like? Because I think a Star Trek. William Shatner is the diva. Like, every fandom has its diva. Janet Fielding, William Shatner, Anthony Daniels. Who is the genuine, like, freaking nice guy that is so approachable that will do... Mark uh, Hamill. For, for pod, it's oh, Mark yeah. Hamill? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Mark 100% Mark Hamill. Yeah. Like, if we have... If, if Anthony Daniels is the diva and Harrison Ford wants to punch anybody who even mentions Star Wars to him, even though he's been in, like, you know, two movies since... <laughs> yeah. Um, and still goes to the conventions. I'm pretty sure Mark Hamill's like the most approachable like Star Wars actor ever. Oh yeah, he embraces it. 
he he embraces the oh the, i mean i think he's grateful he got to have that role yeah you should be and like yeah he, he's got, Ford's the opposite he hates it he hates he's the uh, he's the christopher eccleston of doctor who i mean he's he doesn't uh, like the doesn't like the character at all so harrison ford well harrison ford's a big huge movie star well not anymore really but uh he doesn't oh. go to conventions or anything like that. Ray Park is pretty cool. No, um, no, in real life. Yeah, Ray Park's cool. I've actually got. I met him. That's Darth Maul. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy. Hmm. I, I, don't, I guess like maybe Ewan McGregor's approach. I don't know. I don't know how often he goes to conventions. I don't think he goes to conventions, but he seems like he's pretty uh, um, approachable. Yeah, but I I want to know. Where uh, they had blown the, blown the force field, and Obi Wan uh, was talking to the general to the separatist. He sounded like Sean Connery mm. to me. Oh yes, I was going to bring that up when I thought we were going to do a commentary. Yes, he very much sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, and I also wanted to mention there's a weird bit there when because Anakin's like, "Oh, you need Ahsoka. You go plant these charges and blow up this force field." And then afterwards, she's planted the charges. She's having a conversation with him, and he's like, "Have you planted them yet?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I did." And he's like, well, "What are you waiting for? Hit it!" And she's like, "Oh yeah." And I was like, well, "Why'd she wait? <laughs> was she waiting for him to tell her to blow it up?" I, I was confused there. I thought, "I wonder if you guys knew." That was like my one note that I wrote. Like, why? Why did this happen? I did not even notice that um, plot device. I was like, is Ahsoka stupid, or was she waiting for orders from her master? I, I didn't know. Uh, she was waiting for her mark. She missed her mark. That was like my one plot criticism. Uh, otherwise, I was just, yeah, I was tuning out. <laughs> is that your own? Wait, did you say you one or only? My my one, because after that point, I just started tuning out. That was within, like, the first 20 minutes. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. just look at, look at a wall. I don't know. Um, there is one really cool thing, though, I have to mention, and that is when when they have a sweep of the uh, very, I'm sorry, just fucking stolen from Blade Runner. By the way, VIP or RIP Vangelis, yeah, Vangelis, yes. Vangelis, yes. Uh, may he rest in peace. He, he was the. Uh, Did he die? Uh, yeah, yeah, he died. Yeah, about a month ago, I think. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, uh, really. Oh wow! He wrote the score for Blade Runner, uh, most famously *Chariots of Fire*. He won an Academy Award for that. Anyway, they did a sweep of the of the of the the city where uh, the bar was, where the female Jabba the Hutt was hiding out. Male, 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 male. He, him, male. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and there is one skyscraper in particular that looks like it was taken from Metropolis. Oh yeah, certainly. And I think that was pretty classy in a movie that... Uh, I yeah. missed that. Wow. Yeah. It looks just like uh, one of the... If you see it, you'll know it. Um, I don't know how to describe it, obviously, but uh, yeah. Huh. Did you guys like the uh, the Buster Keaton reference there? Oh, yeah. When uh, Ahsoka, with oh, her Padawan skills, pulls the wall down, and it just so happens there's a hole that protects uh, oh. Anakin. Oh no! Yeah, I didn't think of a Buster Keaton. At, yeah, but that is wow. I didn't either, but that, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I don't know about that, but <laughs> while there are no official zero figures, there's some great custom ones that people have made. Uh, 
Oh, I want official. <laughs> I want the Lucasfilm logo. <laughs> yeah, <Zero> right. <laughs> so what do you guys think uh, of uh, the the plot device of um, Punky Muffin? <laughs> Punky Muffin. Row to the hut. And, oh, oh uh, that's stinky. what Jabba calls Smelly boy. That's what Jabba calls his son. Punky Muffin. <laughs> not, oh, how cute for Jabba. Not Punky Brewster, but Punky Muffin. Where was he in episode one, by the way? I just realized. Yeah, and to pull an Isaac. Where was he in, in Return of the Jedi? Why, why didn't I see Stinky? You know what's funny? I like read on IMDb <laughs> that apparently um, in an early story treatment, um, Rota was apparently supposed to be Zero the Hut's son instead of Jabba's. And none of the action took place on Tatooine. That would have worked. I would have liked that because then we would have gotten more time to like Zero, but obviously uh, then we have to interview Zero and like his uh, politics and uh, what he has to do with uh, Jabba. So maybe that would have worked. But hey, that would have at least oh like made more God. sense, and I would have been fine with that. I'm just picturing Zero now and like like a black veil. Oh, my baby's been taken. Oh, no. <laughs> I do declare, <laughs> Zatarans. <laughs> Still got the cigarette though, and a little, uh, <laughs> little long filters. Oh yeah, that's true. I always wanted to. I always wanted to try a cigarette with one of those really long filters on them. They're good. Maybe. I, uh, I was, uh, what's his name for hunt? I was on Hunter H. Thompson one time for Halloween. Yes. Uh, oh. And I had the 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 hat, the shirt, all that, and the cigarette in the holder, and they taste really good. They're they're bacon proof. Where'd you get the holder? I got it on eBay. And it was so good. I, this is how good it was. I, well, we were at a gay bar in, in Dallas, the village, and a drag queen told me it was really good. So I know it's good. Okay. Well, I guess I guess that's fair. Oh, this is fabulous. I love this. I love what you've done with it. Really? Do you like it? That's Really? Did you like it? Oh, really? Did you like it? That was my Betty Davis. I'm so sorry. I'm a little drunk, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Me too. Me too. Stinky only appears one more time in the series. and uh, Oh, God. His oh, death scene. And is only mentioned in some in a novel later and an audio story. Of course, a novel. Of, of course. Just to, like, address that. But we, don't, but we don't ever know what ever happened to Stinky. Never been referenced again. Yeah, same with a lot of people. Jabba ate him. That's how we. That's how we got to the fat. But originally, Filoni wanted him to be a recurring character in the, in the series. <laughs> no, it's oh, no, God. no, absolutely not. No. Um, you know, it, it, when Return of the Jedi came out, you know, when it came out in 1983, I was eight, I think, nine. Um, it was like my favorite movie of all time. Of course, I went to somebody's house, and they had it on VHS. Oh, yeah. And my favorite. I had my, part- I had my first. I had my first wet dream because of Return of the Jedi. Because of Jabba. Oh no, Slave oh. Leia. <laughs> I hate oh. you, Steve. I hate you. <laughs> you thought it was the bondage scene when she choked him out. Yeah, maybe. Take it away, Sean. Oh, <laughs> anyway, no. I'm, I loved the first. I don't know. It's not really the first third. It's like the first fifth of the movie featuring Jabba. Um, I really thought that Jabba was just the coolest monster ever. Um, I coveted the Jabba toy, the Kenner Jabba toy. Yeah. And when Jabba's barge, it's not that I love Jabba, the character. It's just that like the mechanics, you know, this, this monster, I just thought it was so unique Mm. as opposed to something like, 
for the fucking Ewoks. Um, and that sort of sticks with me when I watch it again now. But in this, I, ah, I have no words. It's, it's, it's just, it's liquid filth, as Donald Pleasance would say. Um, but video filth. Um, it's, it, he looks, it's just terrible. I don't know. No, I, That's all I got to say. I agree with all that. So, so you guys, you didn't like. So you guys didn't like Stinky at all. Oh. Is what you're saying? Uh, that that was the most baffling. When we got to the Stinky part, and I was like, wow, <laughs> "This is the plot. This is what we're gonna center our like whole climax on." Is this Stinky little mm-hmm. fucking hut? <laughs> I was like, "Okay, now, this this is a disaster." Well, speak for yourself. As much as I agree with all this disaster talk uh, uh, with Stinky, you know, because it. Because it's, I, you know, I just read that it was Floney's idea. He was, I mean, he was definitely retreading that, obviously, and just got the magic, the magic potion right for Grogu. <laughs> this, I, I don't, I don't know if I can see. It is interesting. So they were both his idea, or what was Grogu Filoni's idea, or was that? Well, I haven't researched Grogu, but well, let me look. I believe it was, but let me find out. Ah, but it's such a, it's such a. I mean, the Grogu is clearly more of a, a reference to Lone Wolf and Cub. This just feels like, I don't know, something for babies. Yes. Babies like to see themselves on screen, and they like farts. <laughs> well, going back, you know, I think 10-year-old Sean would have really liked this movie. Oh. And I, 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 I bet you all five of us. No, my, ki- my kids did not like this movie. So but they did know. not, well, they're not the same age as we are. Is that fair to say? That would be obvious. <laughs> my, my, kids, my kids are not as old as I am today. Well, you know, it's it's because of the zeitgeist and how we've experienced Star Wars and all that. Um, Did 10-year-old Sean see the Ewok films? 10-year-old Sean saw one of the Ewok films, I remember, and recorded it on Betamax and played it over and over oh, wow. and over again. Along with Clue and Sherlock Holmes' smarter brother, um, so yeah. In fact, I actually incorporated it into some of my Star Wars slash GI Joe uh, lore, like where everybody gets a specific thing that they can oh use. God. You, do you know what I'm talking about? If I remember this correctly, and I remember Eric's podcast, uh, Prognosis Negative. I think it was your first or second episode that was about yeah. the, one of the Ewoks? It was the first or second. Yeah. Yeah, second. Uh, along with Hugo. Yeah. Why is that funny? Hack-go? No, it's me. No, it's not. No, I'm not laughing. I'm not, although, he, if you want something fun about Hugo, the boy that's in that, he's the kid from Sex Education. The, yes. uh, yeah. He very much is. Aja Butterfield. Or as I like to say, Asia Butterfingers. <laughs> Well, I could use some Asian Butterfingers. Oh, dear. (laughs) So on the planet 10th, there's a scene where Anakin and Ahsoka are trying to scale this cliff or mountain. I'm not sure. Oh, boy. Um, I I guess in a way, if if I were to pick a favorite scene, uh, this would probably be it. I'm not saying it's great, but they kind of, they they agree they're going to race each other to the top. Mm. Even though I think at the expense of the clones as they're getting like destroyed off this cliff face um what'd you guys think of that 
Oh, wonderful. Okay. And, uh... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I noticed it. It. I think their dynamic was working slightly better in that scene. Oh, yeah. But I, I yeah. still don't really like their, their like, back and forths. us, like, sniping at each other. I just don't find that very yeah. charming. I... I don't really care for any of the action scenes really in this entire movie. Um, like I sort of said in the beginning. But at least with that episode, they are doing like um, allusions to some like famous World War II battles and, and whatnot. Because there's, there's more than one famous one where, mm. where um, allies are trying to scale like an impenetrable fortress on top of a cliff. So, okay, I give them points for that. Um, I, I always like how they include that kind of stuff um, here and there throughout Star Wars, like you know, based upon historical events, loose or inspired by real historical events. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Well, I, you know, there was a scene where Anakin says something to Ahsoka, and I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was the scene where they're getting uh, schnookies, or whatever the name that stupid Jabba the Hutt kid's <laughs> name is. Um, <laughs> He says something to Ahsoka, something Snooky. like... Uh, and this is probably my favorite part of the film. From the Hutt Shore? I, whatever. He's going to be a really good Snookers player. Yeah, the Hutt Shore. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, the situation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Stupid. Uh, so, yes. uh, there's, he says a line in it, and I liked it because it brought it back to A Phantom Menace. I know it's your guys' favorite film. Mm. Uh, but mm. Anakin says to Ahsoka, you know, he's saying... He's just trying to give her words of advice. He says... A very wise Jedi once said, nothing happens by accident, which he was referencing Qui-Gon. I, I really like that. Maybe the only thing I really liked about this whole movie. Glad I was able to shut you all down with that. That's great. No, no. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit uh, sauced. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to say about the animation quality. We've already bitched about that. I've already mentioned that before that we bitched about that. Um, but there are movies, obviously, oh, wait, we've already mentioned that, but have you, have you all ever seen Fern Gully? Yes, of course. Yes. Surprisingly not. Oh. This is a movie I have never seen, but it looks so cool from the pictures that I've seen, and it looks very similar to, uh, uh the secret. Where are you going with this? Let it go. I'm just saying it looks better than this. I thought you were going to somehow get from Fern Gully to Avatar or something. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me say uh, that's, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. Oh, I, I think uh, 2D animation with no comparison. Really. No. But that, that movie did look, look really good. Oh, but I was going to say my favorite part of this movie, which I laugh every time I see it. Ventress, uh, a droid comes up to her battle droid. He's like, Count Dooku wants a report. And then she just tosses him over the side, and as he's flying away, he goes, Why? <laughs> every time I see that, I love That's it. Right. I laugh. <laughs> I thought it was the scene where, like, when she and Obi-Wan duel, she takes her skirt off. And then he gives that eyebrow raise, like, eh? God, no. That Ventress is hideous. I was like, Why are you raising that eye? Close that eye up. Yeah. <laughs> I would not want to see. Maybe in the uh, the micro series, I wouldn't mind seeing some more of that, but maybe that's the. Uh... You know what's so funny is that Obi-Wan does the same thing Anakin does, where he literally, like, so she disarms him, right? She, like, goes to slice him, and he grabs her arms again, just like in Anakin did in the micro series. I'm like, what is this? That is so funny. Like, they just do it the exact same way. 
Ah, I didn't catch that. Speaking of which, Micro Series, I forgot to mention, there wasn't another holdover. There's obviously Ventress, and there was something else. There's another holdover, Caleb, oh. and it's uh, hmm. it's those uh, clone starfighters uh, that they drive. It's called the V-19 Torrent. Those ones in, um, oh. when, um, what was it, Anakin's leading the assault? Uh, it's called, by the way, I looked at, uh, I looked at uh, Star Cruiser up that he drives. It's called the Azure, Azure, it's, it's the type of blue, I forget what Azure. it's called. The Azure Angel. It's so, like, when I fa- one of my favorite, like, Star Wars vehicles. It's so good. But yeah, those, um, those, t- those V-19 torrents, oh, I forget what they're based off of, but, like, oh, I'm so glad they came back. They brought those back. That was nice. And they did, um, they also brought back some of the cast from the the micro series to uh, reprise their roles. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the like two people and that's it. <laughs> um, you got Yoda. Well, some he said some. Actually, three. Sorry, yeah. Obi Wan and somebody else. Oh, Mace. I mean, Corey Burton does come Padme. back, but doesn't play. No, it's not Padme. It's not the same. It's Grey Del Isle. Or, I mean, Grey Griffin in in micro series, but like no. Corey Burton does come back, and he's Zero and uh, the medical droid. Did everybody like? Um, was Count Dooku. He wasn't. He was. Sorry. He was Count Dooku, but in the series, did everybody like um, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum? By the way, what? 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 Do you remember that uh, when they're inside the uh, Winnebago? Um, yeah. They. She's like, oh, I gotta go see the 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 doctor. Uh, and then just for some reason, a Star Trek Voyager reference shows up, where it's like the droid is a hologram. <laughs> And like it was weird, and apparently they said he's like Arnold Taylor based him off of uh, Jeff Goldblum. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Really? Yeah. By the way, James Arnold Arnold, Arnold Taylor as Obi Wan. That just you know uh, one of our other freaking co-hosts, Johnny. How sometimes he'll switch into like a fake like like haughty kind of British voice. Every time I hear James uh, James Arnold Taylor doing his Obi Wan, that's what I think of. Like it just sounds really off. I think. Like I don't really like him or the Yoda voice actor. I think both of them just sound like they're doing some sort of parody. Yeah. Yeah, and the Yoda voice actor, he actually does like a lot of voices. Uh, I mean, he does multiple on the show. He's one of those. He's one of those guys. Um, the guy that does Palpatine is it the same guy? I think it's no. different. Is he still yeah. alive? Yeah, different. Oh, Wait, because okay. who's still alive? The guy that played Palpatine, like in Return of the, or even he re- he reprised his role in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh God, yes. Uh, and it's the same actor. Same actor, but not in Empire Strikes Back. That's somebody else. No, no, that no, that guy looks like um, Gambon. I mean, he he always looks like um, the guy who took over as Dumbledore in the film series. The actor. The original <laughs> Emperor looks yeah. like him to me. He's somebody from... from uh, Doctor Who. There you go. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, who he... Christmas Carol. Michael Gambon. Uh, Michael Gambon. No, but the guy, the guy that played the Emperor... Right, right. I know what you're saying. ...is from Doctor Who. I think it might be the guy that played um, Davros in... Re- uh, the one in the mortuary. Uh... Oh, Resurrection? No, that was Terry... Uh, oh, what was his Malloy? name again? Yeah. Malloy. That sounds right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I know who did the voice of the Emperor and Emperor. It was Clive Revel. Uh, Columbo murderer. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. So if you if you love this movie... Um, Six people that do. If you watch the series, famously, 
the episodes of Clone Wars, uh, the way they air season by season, are wildly out of chronological order. Um, I mean, they jump years yeah. sometimes. It, and you have no idea. They never tell you. They never tell you this is jumping way to the future, jumping to the past. So yeah. there I was um, binging this show, like I said, on Netflix when it came out originally on Netflix. And I was like in season five or something. I don't know. And I was watching this episode, the, the next one I was on. And I was like, why is this familiar? Why, why, why is this so familiar to me? Like, I feel like I've seen this before. There's an episode, like, in season five or something that is actually, like, the prequel to this. It's, it's like, it's, like, the, the, um, prologue to this movie. It's, like, just, it's just a one-off 30-minute episode, and it sets up what happens prior to the events of this movie, and it it just inexplicably just shows up out of nowhere, like, in season five, and it doesn't tell you anything. It just, it just goes. There it is. There's the little prequel. Eric, Eric, you're, you're defending this again. Am I defending? <laughs> I don't think that's a defense. I think that's a baffled uh, response. He's giving trivia. It blew also, my mind. I thought that it, that was an episode in season one. You think it's an episode from season one? I I remember when I watched season one of Clone Wars. I don't think so. I think it's deep. I think it's, I know. I'm about to go against what I just said. I think like, it's deep in the show, and then they return to that planet where they had the original battle, and you see what happens prior to the battle. And interesting because I remember in like the TV show in like close to the end of season one they do like go back they they show the prequel to that conflict which turns out Ventress was on Christophsis the entire time we also see the uh uh, what's his name? Sean Connery getting the um, yeah the tank no it's possible so, we're both right though because they would do this in this show like like and you might reference it here and then like another year goes by in real time and then they reference it again there's it's it's possible we're both right and both things exist simultaneously um it's it was just a wacky show i mean in that kind of way so ahsoka is going to deliver uh stinky to jabba but uh dooku is going to intercept anakin and there's a battle so that's i think we were talking about that earlier yep and so everything kind of comes to a head, and uh, and that's the end. Thank you very much. So okay, <laughs> I've 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 got my biggest issue with this. Um, okay, Anakin, the the whole point should not be Anakin having a new Padawan and he has to train. This, if Ahsoka wasn't in this movie, I think you actually have a premise here. This this is weird for me to it say. It would be better. You have a not just that, yeah. but you have I think you have a premise here. Anakin Skywalker has to rescue Jabba the Hutt's son. That actually sounds not like a bad uh, thing for a movie. Not a bad synopsis. Because uh, a former slave has to rescue the son of his slave owner. Yes. I had that thought as I was watching it today. And I had a second thought after that. Which was the irony that Anakin's future daughter would then kill him. The father of Stinky. I kind of realized that in the. I think I said that in the commentary. Oh, oh, the commentary. I didn't listen to the commentary. That's no, it's fine. You just you came up to that, but yeah, no, I was like, that's that's fine. It was ages ago. It was ages ago. I came up with that idea like two years ago. But yeah, I was just definitely thinking about the thing you just said, and then the thing I just said. Yeah, it, it it's weird how Star Wars works out. Like, am that. I like? That would honestly be the most science fiction thing to ask of like, and even then, I gotta be careful with. 
you know, how we... Obviously, the slaves, as Eric mentioned in episode one, is more a depiction of, like, Roman slaves against, yes. like, you know, American slaves. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think we got, we got to get it up and make that clear of, like, we're talking that. Even then, it's, like, obviously slavery bad. But, like, yeah, that would be interesting to for, for them to go at that angle of, like, the whole point is Anakin having to learn to, like, get this, this uh, hutlet over to the hut. Like, that'd be... You could almost see a movie happening. I mean, you almost would think that he would just outright refuse of just like no i, I can't like this uh, it's it's well he, he hates tatooine he hates tatooine and i'm surprised he, what i'm disappointed in was no reference to him disliking sand she said okay i think ahsoka said something to r2 when she called him that pet name um of like R2-y? it's r2e yeah. doesn't like irritational or not irritational uh doesn't like uh irritating sand or something like that i'm like is that the closest thing we get to i don't like sand R2's projecting what uh, Luke, or Anakin said in episode 2. That's the closest thing I can think of. But, yeah, you know, I think I think they could have, if they went with that angle of, like, and it, it sounds like a really, like, generic movie. Well, maybe, I don't know about that. It was like, you know, Anakin has to, oh, to, he has to choose between the line of duty as a Jedi and his personal feelings and get over that and grow as, like, a person more. I mean, but you could also ask the ethical question of, like, does, is this a good thing if a slave owner, or if a former slave helps uh, their slave, slave owner in this? I don't, I don't I'd Probably make it work. Would have been different for Star Wars as well. I think it would have worked. Could have. So, come here, Tommy. Come watch this new show, and let me explain some of the the slavery backdrop. Um, Wait, hold, hold on. I have to, gonna say I have to go in a minute. Well, you can maybe give our final thoughts and jump into that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't mind, Sean, your final thoughts, what do you think of this film? No. There's, okay, if you are 10 years old and you really like Star Wars, um, if you are, you know, this is so sub, you know, this is so subjective. You know, 10-year-old me, if you want to go and see something about Star Wars, that's great. Go and watch this. Um... If you are a 10-year-old in 2008, you might be impressed, maybe. No. If you I disagree. <laughs> okay. If you are a 10 uh, or a, uh, a 10-year-old in 1985, you will be impressed. Um no. other than that, forget it. Forget it. No. No. It's not permitted. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know who suggests, I think it's Isaac, but, uh, you know, it's not, I think so. it's, it's faster. It's not Canon. Oh, it's I, canon. I refuse to believe this is Canon. I think, I think the, the, the nine movies are Canon as far as the core star Wars, uh, movie, Oof. but, Oof. uh, uh, I, I don't like that. I, it's, and I've seen ninety percent of it on mute, and it's not good, you know. Hey, more than I did. I only saw fifty percent of it on mute <laughs> the first time. So, all right, who's next? Steve, what did you think of this film? Uh, final thoughts on this film? I, I hated it. I hated it. Um, <laughs> Same with the opening. The I, I disagree with Sean. I think uh, I was when Star Wars the original film came out. I was. Uh, let's see what that was 78 right 77 may 77 all right so i i was i was about uh let's see 
So I was about five years old. When it really? And that was great. Yeah, that... I that love that film. I don't watch that film. I mean, I went to the theater. I probably saw that in the theater eight times. Loved oh, it. Wow. I saw it every week. I saw it every weekend for whatever. Noise. Um, oh, that's cool. That's a cool story. When when uh, when this, I would not have been impressed with with the Clone <laughs> War movies as a ten year old. I I think oh. I would have been very disappointed if this came out when I was the same age as A New Hope. So. I think it's horrible. <laughs> I think I'm glad Filoni was able to course correct, make it what it was. Obviously, he made some very memorable characters with uh, Ahsoka, with um, who's the uh, the bounty hunter Eric uh, from oh, from I, uh, Boba Fett. I actually did. Uh, um, well, what Steve? I just have to call you out. Um, what? I think you're uh, I think you're fibbing there. I think you would have been absolutely shocked if this did come out in 77. So you'd have been like, why the hell does it look like this? How are they achieving this effect? Well, I mean, <laughs> if I was... right, Fair point. Well, no, just the story. It's I'm talking about the story. I know. Um, but, uh, I mean, Filoni did a great job in turning, uh, like I said, uh, course correcting uh, everything mm. going on. Because this, this film was bad. I, I, I mentioned earlier, my kids, when they watched it, were not impressed. Uh, I, th- I think uh, one of my kids um, turned into a, a dislike Star Wars for a long time. Fennec Shand. Um, <laughs> no, not Fennec Shand. Oh, it was the sorry. the guy with the, the blue the blue face, um, the red eyes. Oh, the Cad Bane. Guy. Oh, yeah. Cad Bane. Yeah. Cad Bane. Yeah, I like Cad Bane. Um, so I think he did. A, I think it, it results in a, a better show, but the movie itself was just. Uh, you know, with the, with the nicknames we talked, I talked about earlier, um, the, the, mm. the 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 whiplash effect of scenes that Sean brought up. Um, you know, I, okay, the, it was fun to see a Truman Capote, Jabba the Hutt character. Uh, <laughs> um, there were certain scenes that were fun, but it was so, so far and few between. It just is not an enjoyable film. I would not recommend this, and I only watch this because. I love you, Caleb and Isaac. I would not do this for anybody else. <laughs> um, Thank you, Steve. Love you in return. Thank you. I honestly, I the only reason I watched this, and I was, and I thought I had missed the opportunity to do this recording, and I was going to curse you until the day you both died <laughs> if I had watched this for no reason. So um, might be soon. Who knows? <laughs> Eric, final thoughts. That's not your last final thoughts, but like your your final thoughts, at least for this recording on. Star Wars The Clone Wars I was going to say what have I done with my life I should have started putting in my 401k much sooner um, I think it's yeah it's really bad it's really really bad um, and not only is it bad but probably like the first one and a half seasons of the series are are, are rough tough to get through <sighs> not going to lie no Stop talking about the seasons. Stop talking about the TV show. We're talking about the Clone Wars. The movie. No, I know, but I'm just saying this is this is my big oh, no. takeaway from the movie because I think it, the, to me it's the most important thing. Because if we if I want to talk about the movie, all I can say is it's bad and everything that we've already said already. But this is my big takeaway from the movie um, that it's bad. The whole first half, you know, almost two years of the show is pretty bad as well. Some of it's worse than this, um, and. And whenever I think about this movie, I always think, man, this is, it's such a shame. 
because I always think it's just a bad it, like people just can't get past it and and the, and the first seasons and it's just unfortunate. Um, however, if I did see this as a kid, I think I would like it. Um, I would know it wouldn't be the quality of the other Star Wars uh, back then. I just think I would have liked it just because you know I liked uh, Masters of the Universe, and when you go back and watch that now, that is extremely terrible. Um, this is better than that. Oof. Oof. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it is. Th- this is this, this is, is better than Masters of the Universe, the original '80s stuff. If you really go back and revisit it now, it is. No, no, it no. is. Oh, I revisited it. It's so, it's better than so this. Bad. Um, <laughs> it's bad. But I, I, as much as I love the series, I never revisit this. I I I never do. Um, I always owned it for completionist sake. Uh, but I I can't even watch this, this stuff. I you know, I was I was kind of hoping it would be different uh, watching it now. And despite what Sean said, I am impressed by how much better it looks on modern equipment. It it does impress me a little bit in that way um but yeah there's not much else to say that hasn't been said already caleb it's to you now what are your current thoughts or at least your your final thoughts here on this recording of star wars the clone wars oh my thoughts have have not changed every time i watched it this thing is just miserable (laughs) um i'm surprised we didn't mention one of the worst aspects of it is the fact that it's an hour and 40 minutes it's shocking to me that they thought they could drag it out that long. Should have capped it at 90 minutes. Um, yeah, I really don't think there's much redeeming here, except for Zero. Zero's fun, but otherwise, this thing is just miserable to sit through. And every time I've watched it, maybe 40 minutes in, I start looking around the room like, what can I distract myself with so I don't have to pay attention to this thing anymore? So, so that's all I got. Terrible. Don't watch it. Just listen to this podcast, and but if you probably you probably already watched it, if you're listening to this, so I apologize, and I apologize to all of you that you had to to sit through it for this, and Isaac, you should apologize to me as well. So, so there you go. Oh, uh, what is? How did uh, what's his name? How did um, how did General Patton say it in that in that Patton movie, where he's like, he gives no answer or he doesn't give an apology. I don't remember what it was. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I've never seen I that. I can't read. Yeah, I don't either. Why? So I couldn't even tell you. Oh, I'm trying to remember that quote. Can't. <laughs> but what do you got, Isaac? Your final thoughts. My final thoughts on this movie. I'm gonna ask this once again, and I'm gonna even even say, even though he's never gonna hear this, and that's fine. It sounds like I absolutely despise Dave Filoni. Uh, at one point I did. Now I'm just <laughs> like again. Uh, he's in a very difficult position, given that people probably dislike him so much. Um, before he does, and technically, it'd probably be any person's dream who is a Star Wars fan to be in his position Wait, to have. You said people hate him so much. You mean like now? Well, it's I think both both sides. Like there's just people who dislike, or at least his work, excuse me, and blame him for all the things, even though you know it's one man who made more decisions than than he did. But um, well. I think maybe you're out of the loop. I think Star Wars fans on the whole love all the stuff he's doing now. So, <laughs> oh, well, see, there you go. That's that's how ignorant I am. He's revered currently. He's considered the only good thing in yeah, Disney right now. I see. Well, and Favreau too. Well, uh, well, you know, not for much. Well, obviously, much longer. But you, you know, you know 
something may come out at some point. <laughs> I'm not saying that, Dave. Oh my goodness, Dave. I hope nothing's happened, but like you don't you don't seem like that kind of a scumbag. But... The bias towards this man. <laughs> I will state only this, Dave. Give me. I'd like an explanation. You know, I don't deserve one, of course. I'm not even saying that. But I would love an explanation from you on why Ahsoka Tano is based off of Princess Mononoke slash Son from Princess Mononoke. That's all I'm going to say. I gotta, I just got to ask that. And I will also state that oh, God. Um, for reverse grip lightsaber users, uh, my money still goes to uh, Starkiller, who debuted later on this year in 2008 in the Force Unleashed game. The mm. mainstream mm. Uh, uh, game consoles, I mean, not so much the Wii and stuff. You know that's getting re-released? That's getting a re-release on a Switch? It is re-released, although it's only the Wii PS2 yep. versions on, on Switch. Yeah. Get ready, everybody. That's our next review. We're going to go through that whole game. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That wasn't theatrical. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I sort of apologize for this, but again, <laughs> to, to all of you, but again, I will state that, sort of. uh, you were all telling me, or you were all saying like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta do the theatricals. I did. It's I like, did. Well, you know what that means? It means this film has to be talked about. So, uh, well, I will not promise I will ever go back to this again. We will see. Um, oh, God. but I will state this. We now get to, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go to a brighter future. Let's put it that way. Of, uh, and get some revenge. Uh, in the next film, Revenge of the Sith. So. Oh, that'll be good. Well, I'll stop about that. So. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have much debate, because that is the film that, that killed my interest in Star Wars mm. when it came out. So we'll discuss that uh, next time. If Rise of Skywalker didn't. <laughs> But uh, thank you all for coming on once again. I always enjoy chatting with the, the four of you there. Uh, thank you again, Steve and Sean. And Isaac, do you have any any final words for us? Well, and, and Eric also. <laughs> well, Eric, you know, he's just, he's always around these days. You know? Yeah, but even still, you gotta give, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> of course, Eric. I always appreciate that. <laughs> if you, your family, your friends, uh, all of a sudden uh, were each given their own Ahsoka Tano, in a different form, of course, but is an unexpected. Uh, oh, and I gotta mention this, but I was incorrect. Uh, I thought there was a whole like continuity error where like George made a mistake of like, oh yeah, Anakin's a Jedi Knight. He's not allowed a, a apprentice. I was wrong. They they never said that. I was yeah. just making all hullabaloo. Um, if you have your own Ahsoka Tano and you have to go on an adventure with her, where there's also a um, uh, road of the hut where you have to rescue. I gotta ask you this: Do you drive in a Winnebago uh, to get a bagel? Till next time.
Till next time. <laughs> I'll go run and pause it, but I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. Have you been drinking? What's going on? <laughs> Like, uh, are we on the like the Warner Brothers logo, the warehouses, or? Oh, uh, this I don't think this is a common commentary, but. <laughs> oh shit! This is a talking. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Why am I thinking we're doing a commentary? <laughs> oh, I couldn't imagine doing another commentary on. This. I thought we did commentaries oh. the last two for some reason in my head. Uh, they were commentary length. Oh, much longer. Oh, I believe like that. Three hours each. Well, fucking hell. <laughs> well, then maybe my maybe my uh. Maybe my research was for something then. I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Do, do, do. Anybody? No. Okay. Let me go. Let me go grab my. Um, well, I'm more of a key guy myself. I'm more of a top. But um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me go grab my cords banquet. I have to say out loud to get my to get my um. You got your royalty. fake notes. Get your fake notes. I got those already. I actually did. I actually did more research for some reason for this movie than I ever did for the two we've done so far. You know, maybe don't tell me that. <laughs> I don't know what, what happened. BRB. Does this mean we have to talk about the Clone Wars now? Hey, I don't know. I don't know when you guys want to get to it. I'm but. also just stalling for time, just because, just for you to finish there, Steve. Or Steve, sorry. Uh, just for you to finish there, Sean. <laughs> Sean, when you were watching it before, did you get to zero? Uh, no, I oh, did not. As, oh, as, we were, no. as we're talking, um, and Isaac, you you were not here, but I, I explained. I I had to go to the ER. Oh no, I heard everything. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, heard, right. I came in right when you were uh, dissing Spielberg for making movies for your grandmother. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. So I, I cannot give a honest review of this film just yet, or whatever you want to call it. Well, if if Zero shows up, unmute it for those scenes. Please you do. Hear him and his weird. Yeah, mute yourself and listen to those because they're pretty much the only reason we're doing this. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right. So you ruined it, Sean. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at this and this lady. All I look at that thing, and I just want to turn on a lamp. Uh, I feel like we are doing a commentary now, and I don't. I'm out of sync. The you know the lady. What, what the fuck's her name? Are we doing this? Okay, we'll do it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Are you talking about Padme? <laughs> uh. Ahsoka? Ahsoka. It's Ahsoka. She's got this thing in her hair. It just makes me... What? Like her little pendant? Or her tentacles? Her tentacle. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. No, she she doesn't have testicles, Erica. No, it's not testicles. It looks like a a ceiling fan chain or a lamp chain. No one said testicles. I, yeah, her little pendant. Her little pendant. Yeah, we gotta save this stuff for the. Uh, oh. Gotta save all that talk for the proper episode because we're probably not gonna have too much material for it. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Who's gonna start us off? 